This is the Pencils and Lipstick Podcast, a podcast for creatives, for those who are beginning to be creative or those who have built a business around their creativity. Here, we allow creatives to tell their story about how they got to where they are today, and we give some tips on how to make your creative business better than it was yesterday. This episode of the Pencils and Lipstick Podcast is brought to you by the Creative Writing Community. I started the creative writing community for writers of all levels. Ultimately, writing is something we do up in our office, all alone with our computers or paper and pen. So what could a writing community do for a writer, you might ask? The answer is a lot. In the creative writing community, we sprint several times a week, which is how I'm getting upwards to 30,000 words a month while traveling and having three kids at home. We also gather together to brainstorm problem areas in our stories or in our marketing, as well as share what we've learned. And we have master classes where experts come in and talk to us about what they know about the publishing and writing industry. And that happens one to sometimes twice a month. We also have the private Slack community where we can share articles and tidbits about our novels and really become friends who are interested in seeing everyone do well in their writing and their publishing career. Writing doesn't have to be a lonely job. If you're looking for a writing community, I invite you to try us out. Head on over to catcaldwell.com and click on creative writing community, or you can head straight on over to patreon.com forward slash creative writing community. And just a heads up, admissions closing in October. We really want to gather together and be a community and be bonded together. And for that, we're just going to have to close the community for a couple months at a time. So if you want a community through the winter to help you get writing and possibly finish that book, or maybe two, head on over and sign up. If you have questions, shoot me a question. I am completely open and available to any questions you might have. We will close in October and we won't open again until April. So I highly encourage you to check us out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Pencils and Lipstick podcast. Today, you have me as your guest. I'm Kat Caldwell. And we will be having interviews coming in again soon this year. As I said a few weeks ago, it's a little bit different. We are focusing really a lot more on writing this year. And so today I want to talk to you a little bit about writing sprints and why we do them, what they are, and a little thing that I have coming up that's completely free for anybody who is a writer or wants to be a writer. And remember, with me, I think everybody's a writer. And I think that everyone has something to say and a story to tell. And sometimes we get a little bit blocked, but I'm going to give you some tips today through writing sprints that you can kind of overcome those blocks. So writing sprints are pretty popular. I don't know if they're coming into popularity or out of popularity. Honestly, I have no idea. I have seen them pop up quite a few different places and I love them. So I thought that I would talk to you guys about them. In fact, I like them so much that I created a free five-day course, say that three times fast, and it's a free five-day course of writing sprints that I'm going to tell you a lot about at the end of this episode, because 
I want you to experience this wonderful thing called writing sprints. Now, one of the biggest problems with writing is that you sit down in front of your computer and there are so many distractions, right? If you miraculously get to sit down in a quiet space and the whole family's been told not to bother you and they've sworn up and down that they're not going to, and you think, great, I have this amount of time that I'm going to write. And then you start looking on your Facebook and you get a notification for an email. And then you remember that you forgot to fill out that form for your kid's school and that you forgot to make an appointment for the eye doctor and all these things. Like the computer is a blessing and it's a curse, right? Just like the internet is a blessing and it's a curse. So we can do a lot of research on the internet. We can communicate with other people on the internet, but we can go down that rabbit hole so fast. And what began as time to write can quickly become just a black hole of time. And you come out with 250 words written and you start calculating and you realize that it's probably going to take you five years to write your, your novel, right? Now, there are times that you're more focused, there are times that you're less focused, and you definitely need to figure out those times, right? If you're more of a morning person, if you're more of an evening person, but I really think that writing sprints is something that can help us a lot. I have been trying this writing journey, right, for like seriously for about 10 years, and I have learned a lot of things in the meantime. I used to do it just exclusively when the little ones were sleeping, when they were little, and that worked for a while. You know, if I could really concentrate, but the days that I couldn't concentrate, I was all over the place. And when we moved, it's like every time that we move, just the whole schedule gets turned around. My brain gets turned around, my mindset gets turned around, and I find it really difficult to then settle back in. Now, I have found in the beginning that reaching a certain word count worked really well for me. But that is to say, I think it worked well because I had babies or I was kind of like, yeah, I got pregnant. I had babies. They were little. And so I could sort of find that time to get the words in there. I'm not saying that they were good words. Right? They weren't always the words that stayed. But I really got motivated by getting to that number. And, you know, when the baby's crawling around, you can sort of have your laptop up higher. It's probably not great for your shoulders, but, you know, you can do it. And you can sort of work around it. And nobody's really interrupting you in talking-wise. Like, for me personally, talking, when somebody talks to me, that's an interruption that really breaks my concentration. Like, my baby cooing at me didn't really break my concentration as much. So that worked for a while, the word counts. And then we moved and things sort of got moved around and discombobulated. And I eventually, you know, published the first one and the second book, An Audience with the King, I didn't have a whole lot of difficulty writing, but I employed a sort of time plus word count limit. I had the story pretty much in my head. And so I would sit down to write and I wanted to get 1500 words. And since the kids were older and they were in school, I would designate a time in which I would put away my phone. Mostly <laughs> that was the idea. And I would sort of shut down the internet as much as I could. 
and I wouldn't answer phone calls or texts or messages and I would get to the 1500 mark. And I didn't really have a hard time getting there because again, I knew where that story was going. Now, when you are working on something that you're not sure where it's going, or you're not actually working on something concrete, but you should still be writing, it's harder to sit down and just get those words out. So I want to talk to you a little bit about two separate ways. So let's talk about the way that I experienced with an audience with the king that you know kind of what your story is. So if you sit down and you're a plotter and you plot things out, now I'm not a plotter, but I knew where that story was going. I'm trying to be more of a plotter, guys. (laughs) I'm really trying. So if you're a plotter or you just know where your story is going, you kind of have a really good idea of who your characters are and what they should be doing. And of course, you know, new things are going to come along into your imagination as you're writing, but you really have a clear picture of kind of the end point. Sitting down and writing with sprints, time sprints are going to help you a lot. So again, going back to the beginning of what I did, I, first of all, left my phone upstairs. So I had my desk downstairs in that house. So I left my phone upstairs and I really committed to not answering anybody, (laughs) anybody. Let everybody know if I don't answer you, it's probably because I'm writing and I will answer you later. That is a really difficult thing to do sometimes. It's It's a new discipline because we have really fallen into this loop of answering people right away, correct? Like we have it, the buzz on our watch and we have the buzz on our phone and we have been, maybe the notification is hooked up even to our computer. Like I had to take those notifications off my computer. I had to disconnect everything. And I actually left my watch upstairs because it was connecting and constantly telling me stuff. Now it's a little bit harder to disconnect the internet. But if you are hardcore having a difficult time keeping off the internet, there are people who set timers on their internet and get it literally turned off. So that's not going to work if you are using an online system in which to write on, if you're using like Campfire Blaze, although maybe they have a desktop version. So definitely understand where where it is that you're writing. If you're using Google Docs, It's not going to work if you turn that off, but I would highly suggest that you find something that's on your desktop and that you don't even open up the internet. You know, you really just sit down. And so at first with an audience with the King, I would leave my phone upstairs. I leave my watch and then I would sit down and I would get to that word count, right? I would really want to get to that word count. Now it usually took about one and a half hours to two hours to get that done. And I got it done. Yet I remember days in which I really struggled with it. Um, There were days of like 1300 words or 800 words or just like struggling with the concentration and kind of having that feeling of like, I have to get to 1500 words. It's going to take me two hours, but the longer I sort of dwelled on that, of course, the longer it was going to take. Right. And so I didn't know much about writing sprints at that point. And the difference between just having that goal, that word count goal, and kind of knowing how long it's going to take you and writing sprints is that with a writing sprint, you're taking a smaller chunk of time to allow yourself to really concentrate 
on that amount of time, I think it helps us just psychologically knowing, you know, it's not like an eight hour day. You know how, when you walk into school and, or back when we would go to school and you just think, oh my gosh, this is oh, it's only the morning. Or did you ever have that really boring job? I worked at a library once oh, at the university and it's like time stood still. And so I, I knew that my three hour shift at the university library was going to feel like a million years and you just dread it, right? So the difference between just having that number goal, that word count goal and knowing kind of how long it's going to take you. The goal with writing sprints is to sit down for 20, 25 minutes and just write. Again, leaving your phone out, leaving your watch away if you have to, trying not to get on the internet and just concentrating for that amount of time. And when the buzzer goes off, standing up, stretching, maybe getting a snack, getting some coffee, maybe petting the dog, talking to somebody. I wouldn't really recommend getting on the internet. Now I have done that and that's why I would not recommend it. But sometimes, you know, there's something a little more urgent and you have that sort of window to answer people. I personally don't like to take more than about five minutes between sprints because I think the momentum sort of slows down. But of course, sometimes life happens, right? But ideally, you're going to write for 20 minutes. Some people start out at 10, and I think that's great. But I pretty quickly, I think you're going to find it to be too little time. So my sweet spot right now is between 20 and 25 minutes. Set the timer. It goes off. I take a little bit of a break, and then I go back. In that amount of time, the 20, 25 minutes, with the five minute break. So you're talking, you know, on average, like half an hour to get that done. And then you start again. If I do that three to four times, so we're talking an hour and a half to about two hours, I can typically get between 1200 to 2000 words written. Now, let me give you a pointer. If you know where that particular scene is, going that you're going to work on, it's easier. So taking a few moments to really think about where that chapter or short story or beginning or whatever it is that you're going to work on those next 2000 words, really knowing where they're going to go and who's going to be involved helps. Even if you're not a plotter and I am not a plotter, I am trying to be a little bit more like a plotter. And yes, this is kind of in the plotter's territory of knowing where something's going. But I'm just telling you from from one pantser to another, if anyone's listening as a pantser, it helps to know where, where that scene's going. I'm not saying that you, you know, have to plot it out or outline it. But let's say yesterday I was working on my next novel. And I knew that I wanted Tread to sort of have this conversation with Ben about what he has decided with his mom. And that's about all that I had. As I was writing, things changed, you know, new things came up, but he needed to have that conversation to be able to have Ben tell the reader what he's thinking about his mom getting out of jail. Okay. So I knew 
kind of where it was going to go. Now they ended up going out to eat to get it done and they sort of ditched Scarlet. And so she's not even in half of the scene. And that I didn't know before I started writing. Okay. So you don't have to know tons of stuff, but you do kind of need to know where it's going to go. And it would be best if you have an idea of where it needs to end so that you don't just ramble on and on. But, you know, I say that as like a perfect scenario because I have totally rambled on and on (laughs) with these sprints sometimes. Sometimes I just don't know where things should end. Um, And I have to think about it later. Now, sprints are not the time to do research. Although, you know, if it works for you, if you set a timer to do research, especially if you tend to get really distracted on the internet, that might work for you. But as far as writing sprints go for the project that you are working on, I would, again, I'm going to stress this so many times, remove as many distractions as possible. Get your water beforehand, go to the restroom beforehand, or wait until the break and just really focus on writing. Now, when you set up your timer, make sure that it's a timer that will sound loudly. (laughs) Sometimes I have set up an online timer and it never sounded. It was like, oh my gosh. And I ended up like checking it later and it was just at zero. I had no idea what it was doing. And then the next time I had an an online timer, I kept checking it because I kept thinking it was going to not sound. So that of course does not make for a great writing sprint because I'm not concentrating. Now, if you're not working on something concrete right now, or you're kind of stuck with writer's block, or you just want to continue, you know, honing your craft and developing your writing, um, maybe you're like me and you want to tap into some short stories or flash fiction, which I think are a great way to develop your writing a little bit further. It's hard to sit down and set the timer and just write. Now, one way that you can do that is free writing, right? So you set the timer for 20 minutes and you do not take your pen off the paper. I mean, or, you know, your fingers off the keyboard, I guess. You just write and you write about what's around you and what's on your mind and what's coming down the road and maybe about, you know, the story ideas you have in your head or the character ideas you have in your head and you just keep writing and it's really becomes a big ramble. One interesting thing to do if you are a morning person is to wake up and right away start writing your dreams. Sometimes our dreams are really weird, but they can give us some really great ideas on some stories. But if you can get up in the morning and you have that sort of time to sit down and write great to set the timer and just write as much about your dreams as you possibly can. And if the timer hasn't gone off, just go into what you're going to do that day, how you're feeling, are you tired? Do you wish you stayed in bed? All these things. Now, this does turn out to be a little bit more memoirish, more journal, journaling-ish, I guess, but it's still writing. It's still getting things out. Some people call these brain dumps or writer's dumps. And some people actually recommend doing them and then ripping them up and burning them. But I don't know about you, fellow writers. I can't do that. I can't even imagine doing that. Now, you can do whatever you want. If it turns out to be just like, blah, rip it up, throw it away. At least you got something out, right? And 
I did this for a little bit when we were in a stage of moving last year. I was not sleeping very well and I would like bolt out of bed in the morning, which I'm not normally a morning person. I would bolt out of bed and I was having really strange dreams. And so I would go immediately to brain dump the dreams and then how I felt about all the changes and sort of got out my feelings that way. And it really was more of a journaling. But I have to say later, even though in between that brain dump was breakfast and getting the girls ready for school and driving them to school and coming back and getting the dog out, once I did get to sit down to write, I felt really ready to write and to edit. And that was pretty cool to see. Now, these days, I am not bolting out of bed. (laughs) I want to stay longer in bed. So the brain dumps aren't really happening right now. Yes, I am not very consistent if you haven't been able to figure that out yet. My life goes up and down always. And I can't even blame it on jet lag by this point because I've been home for over a month. So you can try out brain dumps and try them out in a timed fashion, which will kind of help you keep going, not get distracted and reinforce the idea that it's not taking you an hour. Just take 20 minutes to get it out. The other way that you can use writing sprints is some of my favorite way. And this is, I'm keeping it to the end because it is like one of the most fun ways to use writing sprints, I think. And the way that I use them with groups of people who are not in the creative writing community. So in the creative writing community, we use writing sprints working on the the projects that we have right now. We get together on Zoom, we set the timer, we write for 25 minutes, and then we chat amongst each other or maybe run to the restroom and then come back and write again. And we do that three times through. That is, again, working on things that we're working on individually, right? We just have somebody to sort of chat with and a face to go with the person because we're doing it through Zoom. The things that I have done with writing sprints with places like InkersCon this past summer and have done them on Facebook or with other groups is through writing prompts. And these are some of my favorite ways to really tap into a different part of the imagination or the creativity that doesn't seem to be impeded by writer's block. Now, there was a while this last year that I kept getting ideas for short stories and it was amazing. It was great. And I would write them out. And then a change came. As I told you, changes really discombobulate my brain. And we went to Spain to see family and we were there for five weeks. And I just literally couldn't think of anything. I couldn't think of anything. And usually my travels will inspire more, but I think I really just freaked my brain out, put too much stress on it. And the more I couldn't think of something, the less I could think of something. Does that make sense? And so I resorted a little bit towards what I'm going to tell you. I started looking for writing prompts. So writing prompts along with writing sprints are a great way to give you a place to start from. Now, writing prompts can be reading somebody else's poem and taking a line from there, or just the idea of the poem. Um, A writing prompt can be listening to a song, 
I prefer with my eyes closed and, you know, no distractions and just thinking, letting the mind go wherever it's going to go. Just where does it take you? What do you start imagining? And maybe taking a line or just that image that comes to you and start writing. Now, granted, these two ideas don't give you a solid place to land with the story. It's really just giving you a line to start with or, you know, a scene or an image to start with, basically. And you sort of have to come up with where is it going and where is it ending. But I want you to be careful about demanding of yourself a full short story or a full scene during writing sprints when you are just trying to hone your craft or look for a new story that's in you. I think that's putting a lot of pressure on ourselves. Now, my theory is that the more I do writing prompted writing sprints, so prompted writing sprints, maybe that makes more sense, prompted writing sprints, that the more my brain will sort of go faster towards the end of what the story should be, right? That's my theory. Haven't been able to prove it yet. But the writing prompts really help get a different aspect of your writing out. They have helped me find new stories. They have helped me find new flash fiction or new ways to incorporate something into what I'm working on now. They've just really helped me feel accomplished as a writer that I've practiced my craft that day. And I think it's really important to feel accomplished. We have an artistic craft that we really need to sharpen every day. And the more we write, the better we're going to get. So you can use poems, you can use songs, and you can just start finding different things around you. Let's see, you can find fear. We are in the middle of a pandemic and people are fearful of many things. So you can start thinking, what is my biggest fear? What was your mother's biggest fear? Sometimes it's easier to find them in people that aren't us. (laughs) What is your kid afraid of? What were you afraid of as a kid? And then you can start going into, all right, I'm going to start with there's a monster under my bed because that was mine. As a kid, I used to sit on the edge of the mattress and leap out if I ever had to use the bathroom in the middle of the night. And then I would leap back in because, you know, if you put your foot just like directly down, the monster would get it. So start with, there's a monster under my bed. And where does that line take you? You know, you can be a five-year-old telling the story. You can be an 80-year-old telling the story. You can just be the monster telling the story. Now that we're getting out and about, you can go walking and maybe catch a snippet of a conversation between two neighbors or two dog walkers. Find those snippets and then say, okay, where do you think that conversation went? And use that as a prompt. Now, again, you're setting your timer, right? 20 minutes, see what comes out, see where it takes you. These are really fun to do. I do, again, Highly recommend no distractions. (laughs) Make sure no one's going to interrupt you, especially your phone. I find that this will really help me start seeing the world differently. I will go about my sort of mundane chores, 
really looking for a way to to find a writing prompt within them. Now, if you think that this sounds boring to go find the prompts or overwhelming, or you just don't have time, or maybe you don't go many places and you're just new and all of this is just too much for you. And you think, oh, I'm not, that's not going to work for me. I set up a free writing course for five days. And for five days, you're going to get a different prompt every single day. Now, the idea of this is a, to help you get used to writing sprints. You know, you have to set your timer right after I talk to you on the video and you just write. And I think it's easier to write with pen and paper, but it really doesn't matter. You can choose how to do that. The whole thing will take you less than half an hour because the videos are super short and I talk a little bit about the prompt and then I just let you go and you write and you can walk away from half an hour feeling like you wrote today. You really got something accomplished today. And I don't know about you, but that sets me in a really good mood. Like I feel great if I get some writing done. Now, of course, I always want to get my novels done or my short stories done, but if I can at least get half an hour of writing done in any way, shape, or form, I am in such a better mood. (laughs) If my husband's listening, he should leave me alone for half an hour to write, right? Now, these five days are going to be really different prompts because I kind of want to get you used to the variety of things that you can find in life. But at the same time, ever since I created my journal, A New Way to Journal, I have been keeping journals (laughs) of writing prompts. So A New Way to Journal is something that I came up with in 2019. And for a while, I would be sitting out in the parking lot outside of my kid's ballet studio, coming up with prompts. And in that journal, I came up with 36 prompts. And those are more prompts focused more on creative nonfiction and memoir. And it's in a hardcover and there aren't any videos that go with it. It's just a hardcover journal. It's a very beautiful journal. If you want to check it out, it's on my website, catcaldwell.com. But ever since then, when I kept that journal of these prompts, I've really been exploring what other kind of prompts I can get written down and where I can use them. And so when I came up with this five-day writing sprints course, I thought I was really excited about it. I thought it was a great way to get some people introduced to writing sprints and even get some people introduced to writing. Like if you haven't written for a while or you want to write, but you don't really know where to start. I think this is a great way to start because you can't do it wrong. Like a writing sprint, you can't do wrong. Nobody has to see it. It's just your first draft and you can do the videos over and over again from a different angle. Like you can come up with tons of things to do from a different angle. Now, if you sign up for the the five-day course, I'm going to hold a live writing sprint with prompts. So you don't have to bring anything that you're working on now. And that will be held the second and third weekends of September. So the five-day writing sprints course will start on September 6th. I know that that's Labor Day, but it really only takes you half an hour. And I think it's going to be a great way to start the school year as we push our kids out into school and take at least half an hour for ourselves. But if you are going to work as well outside of the house, because I know I'm lucky I get to work inside of my house, just know that it's really not going to take that much time out of your day. So I highly encourage you to just check it out.
And then if you really like it, there's going to be a 25-day course that I will tell you more about at the end of the free five-day course. If you really like it, if it really starts developing a lot of creativity in you, I would encourage you to keep going. I also have a book called Push a Pencil with lots of fictional writing prompts that you can find on my website as well. So if you want to really hone in on your fiction, you can get that book and you don't need any videos for that. Now, the five-day writing sprints course is going to have prompts for both fiction and creative nonfiction writers. So see, you can actually get 10 different prompts out of that just right there. And then again, you can use the, come back to the videos and use the prompt in a whole different way. So you can use those five videos for quite a while if you so choose. Now it's going to work where you will get a video every single day for five days and you don't have to sign up September 6th. That's just when it's going to go out, but it will be a running challenge or writing spring course, free course, I guess. So you can really sign up whenever you want, or if you like it, you can let other people know and they can sign up whenever they want. And their first video will come then 24 hours after signing up right? So if you sign up now, you have to wait until September 6th for your first video. Once it's September 6th, it is just 24 hours later and it will just run through the automation and you'll get five prompts, one per day for five days. So make sure to check it out now if you want, and that will get you into the invitation of the free live writing sprint with me. Woohoo! It'll be fun and it will be a whole new prompt. And so then the 25 day or 25 prompts, I guess you don't have to do it in 25 days, full course, they will be completely different prompts, 25 completely different prompts. And the first one will be for fiction. And then pretty soon I will have one for creative nonfiction, if that's your jam. All right. So I really want to encourage you to check out writing sprints. They are something that lots of people are talking about. Chris Fox talks about them. He think he uses sprints for all of his novels. We at the creative writing community, we use them three times a week. And it's pretty amazing how many words we're getting written or how many chapters we are getting edited because sometimes we really dread the editing. And if you can come together with people and sprint the editing, it feels less painful. <laughs> it really does. So we do them three times a week and we're getting tons done. If you want more information about that, that's in the show notes. And I highly invite you to come in and check out the writing sprints. If you notify me either on Instagram or Facebook, I'll invite you to a writing sprint with us, but that is a writing sprint that you have to have something that you're working on, right? With the five-day writing sprint course, you don't need anything that you're working on because the prompt is going to give you a whole new picture to write with. Now, starting next week, we are going to go into a couple more interviews. I'm really excited to have Karen Anderson coming in, and she's going to talk to us about a little bit about how the publishing industry is changing, when we might need a writing coach, and what a writing coach will do for us, and a little bit about ghostwriting, if anybody's interested in becoming a ghostwriter. Karen is a very accomplished ghostwriter. So be sure to check out next week and 
I will see you then. Hey, you're still listening. Since you are, could you do me a favor and head over to the app that you're listening to this episode on and hit the subscribe button and then rate and review the show? It would really help the Pencils and Lipstick podcast get out into the world. And if you're enjoying the podcast, well, then there might be more people out there who would enjoy it as well. If you want to find out more about me, you can head over to catcaldwell.com. I have my story over there, my books, my interactive journals, my one-on-one coaching information, and information on my creative writing community membership group. If you're looking to write a book or you are a writer and you just want to find out more about how to write, how to publish, how to format, how to market, and all the things that go into being an author these days, check out the membership group. There is a 14 free day trial that you can try it out, get into the masterminds, find out all the goodies that we are talking about in the group. I would love to see you there.